Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 490, recording live on Thursday, January 19th. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly. I'm another one of your hosts, Adriel. And I'm Kyle. Sweet. Wow, that was smooth. All right. Nice work, everyone. Every once in a while. (laughs) Only done this once or twice, sir. 490 times. So what are we going to do for the 500th? The 500th will be perfect. Uh, who wants Probably to get not. started? Who's got the biggest list? Well, it's always Adriel, but no, Kelly. Um, Kelly's been off. Okay, go ahead, longest. Kelly. Tell us what you did at guns this week. I haven't done a lot with guns. Well, I've done a oh. lot with. I haven't actually really even gone to the range, but I've done a lot with guns itself. So we had the she shoots episode. We started uh, season two way back on the tenth, which was last week. We had so it was episode thirteen. So season two, episode one, or episode thirteen. Whatever you want to call it. Anyways, we had um, um, Cass Cavalry, who is a constable with the RCMP, a personal friend as well. Uh, she came on. The episode was titled Women Who Protect and Serve. So we were talking about women getting into other aspects of shooting. Obviously, if you're going to, if you would like to join the um, police force, whether it's RCMP, OPP, uh, municipal, she peed on the ground. Oh. You mentioned it. There you go. I know. I'm going to, if she comes over, I'll let you guys see our our new co host. She's here. So, this is what I was doing last week. The reason why I wasn't on. This This is Penelope or Penny. She is a King Corso. Full Mastiff Cross, and she's 10 weeks old. She weighs about 20 pounds, and she's going to be 125, 30 pounds before she's full grown. So she's going to be huge. She is, she's a great little dog. Well, little. I'm not sure if she's little, but she's a great dog. Uh, So far, she's doing, adapting really well, but her name is Penny because it starts with a P. She likes to do that everywhere. Um, we're learning how to potty train, but she right now she's just tied up here. Just did she second. come from a a good puppy mill? She did. So she did. She came from a uh, personal friend's uh, somebody I work with her uh, her cousin. Yeah, cousin who owns the father and the mother had uh, puppies. It was a little unexpected, but it is what it is. So. And uh, so there was not, I went over last Thursday night, sat on the floor and decided I was going to get a dog. And it was like all there were nine of them. They still have the eight other puppies. Eh, she's cute. But that's so what, I was more is what you're saying. No, one's it. <laughs> I got the Boston Terrier and her. I had a little chat with the Boston Terrier, too, because I said in six months, she's going to be able to actually just, you know, smother you eat you 
because she's going to be so much bigger than him. Uh, the other thing that I've been doing is we've been planning the IBCs, which is the um, instructor boot camps for Project Maple Seed for the Ontario region. We have confirmed some dates the end of February and the beginning of March. We have to get that out. So we're going to be doing that. Uh, there is an FRPC range safety officer course that's going to be held mid-February. It's on the 19th. Uh, Kelly Kincaid and I will be actually taking over that and we'll be start running that program here at our local club. So it's fantastic. Oh, speaking of RSO, I had a, somebody contact me yesterday night saying that uh, she was looking for an RSO course. Maybe I should tell her that we're running one. Um, but... <laughs> That's just FRPC. Maybe I can get her in though. Okay, so have you guys heard of this? Our CFO went to their range and did just some stuff at their range, but they told the range that if they're having courses or competitions, they have to have an RSO who's not actually competing. If not, they will not be able to actually have it, and the CFO will be dropping by. So they have to get a whole bunch of people RSO certified. It has to be certified. It can't be just somebody saying, I'm RSOing. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that too. And I said, I haven't heard that before. There are ranges here that have RSOs that are paid or volunteer RSOs. Um, and they don't shoot and they don't participate. Um, but most course, most ranges, what they do is who's ever comes first, they're, they're the RSO. They can shoot, but it's only after everybody is safe. So I, was just, mm -hmm. I thought that was interesting. She said, yeah, apparently they're going to start doing that at all the ranges and just drop by unannounced, which I don't like. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So calendar is out, everybody. Everybody got theirs, correct? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Has Thank everybody, you. you're welcome. Has everybody registered it as well? I have. Um, I know Adriel yeah. does because he always I did not. Sorry. Okay. Go and register it. Go to uh, ccfrcalendar.com. You can register it and we'll be having monthly prizes. And yeah, it's it's a really good calendar this year too. Uh, I got also asked for a pheasant hunt to so go on a pheasant hunt with the other Kelly. Um, it's with our friend who, who's Matt. Who's He's the president of the uh, shotgun club here. Uh, he has three really well-trained dogs. There's an island out here that uh, they do um, pheasant hunts with, and he wanted to know if he wanted to do it. So I said yes. So, And I don't know. Did you guys announce this last week when I wasn't on? Adel, the pheasant? No, no. The CCFR thingy. Uh, no, actually, I don't think we did. Okay. So I let the guys know, um, not last week, well, last time I was on. Anyways, uh, so there is a new VP for the women's program at the CCFR. Her name is, name is Anna McIntosh. Mm -hmm. uh, she's an incredible lady. She's one of the executive of the women's program. Uh, over the last year, I've been um, just, you know, she's been shadowing me to take over for the uh, the. Um, as VP of the women's program, I thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring new blood in some fresh ideas. I've been doing it for since 2016. So it's been a long time and we need some new blood in there. And she has time as well. So, or she doesn't really have time, but she has more time than I do. So <laughs> I, I'm really excited about the fact that I'm stepping down as VP, but I'm still actually going to be one of the uh, directors for the CCFR for Ontario. So again, 
she has some great ideas. I'm going to support her. And I ask everybody else to support her as well. Now, during the show, I typically, or we typically have a little blurb in there about the CCFR Women's Program. If you're looking to arrange events or anything, you can contact us. You can still do that. And I'll forward that information on to Anna because she'll be responsible for the sponsorship. But I'm still actively involved in the women's program as well. As part of the executive, I'm just uh, just stepping back a little bit. I'm okay with, uh, you know, not being in tr- control of all the time about things. I'm not really, but I am. I'm getting better at it, actually. <laughs> You're working on it? I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah, I think this is going to be great. I think um, there's some things that she's already done uh, that have been fantastic, and we'll take it to the next level. But, yeah, Good. so that's it. I've done other things, too, but I just forget. Oh, I have gone oh. to SFRC, so I had to bring the puppy there. It was her first trip out. We go to the gun store. I have gone to the SFRC a couple of times as well. So did I buy anything? Just fishing gear. I need more fishing gear because not this weekend, but the weekend after I'm going out with the Canadian Sports Women's Association. No, Society. I keep calling them Association. Canadian Sports Women's Society. And we're going to go ice fishing. Only problem is there's no freaking ice. Hmm. Mm. Better get on that. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's it's some lakes here have some ice because they're smaller lakes, but this is Lake Lake Simcoe. It's one of the biggest lakes in Canada. So you know what? Yeah, we're just keeping an eye on ice because yeah, no ice. Uh, not a problem out here. No, yeah. need ice. Oh, you got ice. You good? Come on out. And we yeah. got lots of it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have any here. None. So that's it. Okay. That's me, Mo. What did you do? Um, so I decided to dip my toe into. Um, no freaking way. What? Uh, okay, never mind. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it to preci- uh, rimfire precision shooting to do some matches this spring and summer. Uh-huh. Uh, so I started looking around at gear and stuff, and uh, I know I probably should have started off small and you know buy a more simple rifle but that's not my style at all and uh so i ended up with one second dip your toe yeah come on (laughs) (laughs) there's little bodies in there if you could see it oh it's voodoo 360 with an mba competition chassis yeah and then you got the blur screen on your your blur your blur is just really yeah. <laughs> that's really nice yeah it is really it nice. Is nice and then uh, so it's the gun gun metal gray which i really like uh it has a 18 inch m 18 inch mtu barrel looks I like you got like a tasco on top there for a scope too yep no <laughs> it's an athlon chronos yeah. um four and a half by 29 I chose this one because it was kind of a sweet spot for price. Like it wasn't like the most expensive ones when you get into the 3K and plus. Uh, but it had the nice, like it had the parallax that went down to 25. Uh, it's just a nice scope. So got the American rifle um, scope there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, what else? And then it's, if you can upler. And then it's just like an LRA bipod in the front. So that's all right. 
that's about it. And now I'm just playing with uh, I'm just playing with the weights because I actually have weights for it too because it's it's heavy in the back. So it's yeah. um, so I got a, I got some weights that I'm going to put underneath um, You're gonna under the under, under the barrel uh, that like, screw right into the chassis and stuff. So I'm going to play around with that. Um, when's when's your ORPS league start up? I assume that's what you're going to. Well, there's a there's actually a match in towards the end of the month in Stittsville. And, uh, but the problem is it's the same weekend as like the, it works out that the next three or next two or three matches are the same day as an Ipsic match. So I'll have to try to figure out how I could, I can't do both in this at the same time. It'd be near impossible, but, um, and then there's, um, cause I've been checking out a lot of the material online and stuff. And, uh, Rick, who obviously Kelly knows very well does, uh, does like a Rimfire Academy course. Mm-hmm. Like he did one. He did a bunch, I guess, across Canada last year. And and I went to one. one. Oh, yeah. you did go. Okay, cool. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to sign up. There should be one probably in April. I would think it's it sits well. So I'm gonna definitely do that. And then I just been like I just been playing around like kind of dry firing in in the basement like over over a chair or a or a bucket or whatever I can like even like prone and stuff. So I'm trying to get used to like staying steady in different positions and stuff so i i took it to the range my indoor one which is only like the rifle section is 50 yards so that's as best as i could do but obviously it's there's no wind there's no nothing i call i did was zero it um i ordered uh, from tesro i ordered a um rimfire sampler pack i should have actually grabbed them oh and cool yeah it's got the it's got like uh, uh you know two boxes of uh the different SKs and Lapuas. It's got that 110X, I think. So then you can just kind of test, like, obviously, the sample pack to figure out which ones group mm-hmm. group best and stuff. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be working on that. Uh, which which distance are you going to group at? I guess I was going to do 50, but I, should I be doing it a hundred? Yeah, yeah I'll do a yeah, hundred. Okay. Like the um, a lot of the a lot of the ammo is really hard to to see the difference at 50. So one yeah. one hundred will show the difference. Two hundred two hundred will show it even more, but one hundred is like very very much yeah. better than fifty. So I gotta I gotta wait till when I go back home to to my outdoor range Galt. I'm gonna be doing that because at least I can shoot to two hundred. I my indoor range I can only do fifty max, so that's about it, right? So um, so yeah, I'm gonna be doing that down the road. Um, so I've just been playing around with it and stuff. It's uh, and checking out the material, trying to learn as much about. I think I mentioned before, like I didn't really know too much about dope and all that stuff, so I'm really learning about it as best I can. So, did you buy some bags or anything? Yeah, I uh, I bought. Well, I'm waiting for them. I got the um, the game changer. The mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? One of the uh, one of the game changers, and then I got like a, a pump pillow too. Plump nice pillow, pump pillow. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I got it from a local guy, like not too far from here, Boss Gear, and um, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so then, uh, so it comes just with no filling in that I ordered from Amazon. I ordered a bunch of like, uh, it was like cheap foam and stuff. And then I was like, stuff, oh my God, that makes such a mess. Like trying to stuff that foam in there. <laughs> and uh, so that I was doing that the other day. So I got it nice and uh, nice and plump. And um, what else? Oh, I have to say, like I, I ordered, uh, so when it comes to things like Voodoo, when it, I learned a lot about like, like researching this stuff that, there's really not a lot of retailers in Canada that sell like this kind of stuff, or at least not that I could find. Nope. Um, 
So Go Big Tactical in uh, BC, who sponsors uh, Ad from Momfed, they yep. have like a lot of tons of this stuff, and I ordered mm-hmm. from them and. And I had emailed the guy from, I think it's the owner, Tom, and I had emailed him some questions and he was like really quick to respond. So I have to say like they were amazing to deal with and everything came on time. Um, so I was very happy with that. And uh, Yeah, go big. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there really isn't too many. There's really isn't too many options that I could find that sell like the bags and, and the, all the gear and the, definitely the rifles like to find uh, Voodoo or Remex rifles. There's not that yeah. many around so and and i went with i forgot i should have mentioned i went with the <clears throat> yeah uh cream mentions uh, uh mo understands by once cry was nicely done yeah, yeah and i thought yeah. about that and I, i'm like you know what and i know this uh, the cz's are nice and i know the regards are nice and i like i could have went down that route but i'm like ah, i might as well just get the rifle i'm probably gonna end up with in two years and just buy it now <laughs> um but the reason I chose the MPA BA chassis because I really liked that the that the length of pull and the the cheek riser was very uh, was toolless obviously which a lot of them are but just with the wheel I liked that you could just quickly adjust it up and down and stuff so I thought that was pretty neat cool. and then obviously the weight system because you can really play around with uh, balancing it and stuff so um, that's it how about you Adriel? Uh, let's see. So most recently here, I've been working on belt setup for, for my kids. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd, sh- I thought I'd show some belts. Uh, this is my belt, uh, shadow two got some, uh, pistol mag pouches and then a double rifle mag pouch in the back. And then typically I'll, I'll, I have like a chest rig for, uh, for shotgun shells. That's, uh, that has been my setup. And then, uh, my other kid, my older one, he's been shooting a little bit of three guns. So I thought I'd set up a belt for him. So he's going with the glitter Glock. So I've got that in there. (laughs) And then I've got some same, same idea. Pistol mag pouches, rifle mag pouches, double, uh, pretty much the same as mine. Uh, He grew two of these links in the last year. So uh, if you've got, if you've got a kid and you want them to like start shooting, uh, get the links belt because it can grow with them. You can, you can just Mm. keep adding these links in here. Like really nice from that aspect. And then since that kid's going to nine millimeter and 12 gauge and all that kind of stuff, I've set up this smaller belt here for the uh, GSG 1911 with the uh, 1911 pouches on there. So it's all set up for, uh, for 22. Nice. Yeah. So just kind of reconfiguring things, getting them. Cause like I had been switching and swapping parts off my belt to the older kids belt and then sharing this piece and that piece. And I just, Order some more pistol mag pouches from AliExpress and uh, just kit out the belts entirely so I don't have to do so much swapping in between them. Uh, I did some work on my project, uh, number one, uh, number sorry, number four, Mark One, uh, Enfield. So I'm getting it closer. Um, I have all the bands for it. Uh, I was doing some sanding and some fitting, and I need to do some more sanding and some more fitting uh, before it's quite ready, but, uh, but it is getting closer. Uh, and then just today, my um, uh, Mo got a precision rifle, and I was like, "Oh well, I I got a precision <laughs> rifle too, right?" right oh, there. nice. <laughs> um, you know, um, some presidents uh, approve, but uh, uh, this is a Carcano M91, and uh, I got a, a couple of them. I got, I got a couple <laughs> of them because yeah. Marstar had this uh, 
had a sale for 250 bucks each. So uh, I got, this is actually the M38 with the simplified uh, rear sight. So this one would have been like 1938 later. And this one here is a 9138, which has the old style sights on there, um, but is otherwise pretty similar. So got a couple of these and then a couple of my buddies uh, as well also got uh, some. So I got a, more than a couple of these rifles that showed up in my house. And uh, I don't know for how old they are. They're in not bad shape. Like, yeah, the stock's got some dings and, and whatnot in it, but uh, action's fine. I checked the bores. The bores look fine on all of them. So I'm pretty happy for that. One of our uh, viewers was just asking if it's accurate enough for deer. Um, so it depends on where you're hunting, I guess. If you're hunting and you're very close, uh, anything works for deer. Um, but... Uh, my long my longer sh shorter answer is going to be no. Uh, it's not accurate enough for deer. Um, I would have to do something with the sights because uh, just shooting standard like I've got some I got some PPU or something here. Uh, it hits very high, like super super high. So if I was to use one of these things for hunting, I would probably want to. Uh, and this ruins the investment value of this uh, firearm, but I probably want to like weld this uh, front sight higher file it and then get it to work and actually use the freaking thing because right now you have to bury the tip of this into the valley of the back back site that's not great for hunting and uh, i wouldn't want to do it for that but it is super like super light and handy like it's so light and short uh if, if i put it next to one of my other rifles it looks like a little kid's rifle um i, I really love the clip systems in these things and really the, the reason why i got these is i think the price will go up so i wanted some I wanted some before the price goes up. There's so many people who are like, oh yeah, I wish I would have got like a full wood Lee Enfield back when they were like 200 bucks or, uh, you know, a Mosin when they were 150 or an SKS when they were 200 and, uh, you can't anymore, but you could get a Carcano for 250. That's going to be only a, a certain amount of time, right? These, these guns are like a hundred years old, plus a hundred yep. years plus. So, um, I mailed out some patches too. Sent out some patches for. Oh, uh, cool! Thank you. Slam fire. Yep, yeah. got those out finally, and uh, I think that's it. Making some wine. Got some wine Making some wine. <laughs> got a couple of buckets back here. Just guns, uh, guns and wine. I love it. Just stir, stir. Brewing away back there. Yeah. <laughs> this lovely winey smell in here. Rotten grapes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I think like, I have, sorry, go ahead. I said it was going to smell like fermentation as well as lube and gunpowder. Now it's got that old gun smell because these carcanos were covered in like cosmoline and grease. So it smells like Perfect. that. Like a farmer's <laughs> basement or a farmer's garage or something like that. That old grease smell. It's just like permeating the place. That'll yes. add to the bouquet of the wine. Uh, <laughs> better. Ouch. Um, for the Carcanos, I think I'm going to reload. So two of my buddies got them. So I think, uh, I'll get some dies. I'll try to find some bullets that are the right diameter. So it uses like a six, five bullet, but just a little bit bigger than 264. I think it's 267. It's like standard six, five, um, Creedmoor and everything. Six, five uses like a, a 0.264 diameter bullet. These use a 0.267. Last time I had one of these things, I tried it with just like the regular like the regular bullets, the the six five ones, and they were, they ran fine. But uh, I don't know. 
I guess I have a caliper here, so maybe um, maybe we'll like pass things over to Kyle. I'll uh, I'll measure the the uh, bore diameter and see what we get. That's it for me. I'm pa- uh-huh. pa- yeah. so got uh, really uh, short. I that 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 that. Hi Kyle. Hi. Um. So I just I actually started uh, building this spare Benelli M2. I've been having, having sitting here so. Pretty soon here, I'll have a ready, a three gun ready, a second three gun ready Benelli M2. So, so that'll yeah, be I, your primary in the U.S., right? Benelli M2. Oh Big yeah, Benelli M2. Point. I'll still probably use my original one and keep this one as a a backup because I'm not probably not going to do all the Cerakoten to it. But uh, I have all the most of the parts here to make it run the lighter loads and open up the port having a spare auto lifter here so yeah setting that up and getting that built up just leisurely leisurely how things leisurely, going yeah. are you almost mm-hmm. ready to, how's things going are you almost ready to go uh apparently we uh were, were delayed because the lawyer that was handling my uh visa was on a number of weeks of paid time off and just got back in the office, and I just got my questionnaire, which I, apparently I should have gotten back in December. So hey. it'll be a few more weeks yet, I bet. But got that done. That's off with the lawyers, and we'll yeah, we'll see how long the process takes. I'm still waiting to. It's actually really weird because I haven't heard anything back about my form six. So. Hmm. This is the longest I've actually had to wait for Form Six to come back, approved or not. So, how long has it been there? Oh, it's been there probably four weeks now. That's a long time. You, you know, longest I've ever had to wait for is two weeks. They do say five to six weeks before you're going to go, but I've always had it back within like two weeks. So, okay, yeah, thinking I. Give them a shout and see what's happening. I'm actually expecting it to come back denied because I put my uh, ATRS rifles on there. So I just, they can't go. Well, I I, I don't know. Uh, with the recent stuff, I kind of because Buddy got his modern sporter approved there back in the spring, but now with everything how it's going, I I have no idea, and I've just prepared that my ATRS will have to stay in the country. We'll see. Hmm. Yeah. Still part of the that you can actually still export it. Well, it's it's I'm going for the form six NIA. I'm not doing the full importation because no, even so it, their concern their main concern is getting it back in the country. So yeah. if it's a if it's a pro hib, that's why you, you won't get an AR on that list. You remember, I actually had to, granted, that's partly because I actually sent them the FRT for the 180. I actually had to fight them in the spring. Or not fight, but just explain to them in the spring that mm-hmm. the, the 180 was actually legal and non-restricted, that it would be able right, to yeah. come back. So, yeah, that's true. So, uh, just expecting it to come back denied and have to resubmit without those on there. But I figure if I can get them down there with me, then perfect. Yep. I have certain sentimental values in those but yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah you can look into if you can't go through 
that form, you can actually look at exporting as well and do it yeah. through. Yeah. Just what so. a great conversation piece that would be. Hey, go to a three gun match in the U S and people are like, what in the hell are you <laughs> running? It looks like an AR, but it's not. Well, oh, yeah, I competed down there yeah. two times with the modern environment. Mm-hmm. And then I, I never did get the uh, sporter built. Well, once I, Basically, as soon as I got my sporter receiver, it was uh, FRT prohib. It wasn't included in the list, but it was FRT prohib, and a lot of the clubs just, no, we don't want to even play that, touch that game. So it's, it, they're, they're sentimental to me because they're, they, the first one, well, that was, that was a sponsored rifle. So that was my first and actually, well, sporter sponsored too, but uh, like full complete rifle and then the sporter actually has my uh a custom serial number so so yeah that's why they're they are special to me and they're not gonna go anywhere <laughs> i will always own them whether i am in possession of them or not <laughs> yeah your, that's uh, special serial number like trudeau lvr or uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Trudeau for life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I went. Uh, I went real basic. I just went my last name. So, oh, yeah, but it's mine. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, but that is that is it for me. Okay, um, I I just uh, I just measured the bores of these two things. The uh, the M91 is pre- is pretty tight, but the M38, uh, maybe this the the muzzle end is uh, shot out, but it's uh, fourth out larger. <laughs> oh. It's like a hot dog down a hallway. Nice, I love that. <laughs> uh, so we have nothing in upcoming events, so we'll get into the news. I'll share the first one. So it looks like. There's going to be a new PAL card. Actually, we should have something in upcoming oh. events. There's what gun show was that? Uh, Lloyd. Lloyd. Lloyd's Lloyd at the gun end of the show month. this coming weekend. Oh, oh I apologize. Yeah. Cool. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, that's the look of the the new PAL, I guess, that they're going to start issuing out. That what looks a lot it? like my driver's license. I, yeah. I yeah, it looks like the Alberta one. It looks like the Ontario one. It changes everything now. It looks what? Why didn't anybody like the purple? The I like the purple. I, I was, was fine with it. it. I liked it. Yeah, me too. I did. I like the lilac. I would uh, rather if it had the address on there, because one of the things we're supposed to do is if we're mailing a gun, we're supposed to get uh, the pal, and then if we're mailing it, we're supposed to get ID that shows that they live somewhere that we're mailing it. Uh, if it was on there, it would uh, wouldn't need that huh? other one. That makes sense. Have you guys bought guns where you have to like send every time you move? Yeah, you already have to get a new driver's license. Every time you moved, you had to get a different pal. I don't care. I did it. I made it. My list of places I had to change my address was like 60, 60 places I needed to change it when I moved. Wow. You're going to be facing even more because. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So like, I don't care so much about that part. I care about like, I don't like having when I buy a gun from online, uh, these Carcanos, I, I like picture of your pal and your driver's license, like for everything. And it's like such a security risk. I just don't want to do it. I'd rather if it was just on the pal and nothing else. Okay. Okay. And our, uh, 
<laughs> and <laughs> our other news opinion. story, uh, Alec Baldwin will be charged with involuntary manslaughter and Rust movie shooting. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. Didn't see that I never coming. thought this was going to happen. No. There are Murrays as well. Yeah. We knew that what? was going to happen. The the assistant DA uh, plead out, eh? I oh, bet really? you turned on him. I bet you turned on him. Mm-hmm. The plea deal. <laughs> Not turned <DA>. on him. <laughs> the, the director assistant. The assistant director. Assistant director, assistant director. Yeah. Assistant director uh, took a plea deal. Um, I thought th- I-, I thought this would just be swept under the uh, under the rug. I thought Alec would pay them some hush money and it would go away. Uh, so I'm I'm like super surprised that it's uh, it's going to trial or getting going to a charge rather. I think he's, he's charged as a director, right? It's 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 negligent manslaughter because not because he was the actor who pulled the trigger, but because he was the director who was like responsible for the overall safety and the lack thereof because his assistant director was like handing him guns that uh, the armorer hadn't it's, cleared and all this other stuff. He was, ex- he was the executive producer. That that's uh, what he did. is that he it? was. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. He was exactly. a, he was a producer of some sort. Yeah. Is executive producer like one of those things where it's like they put your name on it, but you don't do jack shit or. No, he had no, no, no for him. He had the executive producer has, is in charge of everything. They are responsible for funding. They're responsible for ensuring that the shoot is and goes well. And they're properly uh, funded for staff and that as well. So, yeah, he runs the show. He's the big cheese. The director is just directing the stuff. But the yeah, assistant director... Might, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, they might even be going into the fact that he was the one that pulled the trigger, too, because I was listening to Fox News today, and they got like expert firearm witnesses coming in where they're saying mm-hmm. there there is no possible way that that could have gone off, gone, gone off without pulling the trigger based on... Al going on record numerous times saying you didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. It doesn't go off without the trigger. Well, and you have theory. to have that hammer cocked. What what if they're taking it to trial so that it can fail, so that he can be proven, he can be exonerated? Mm. I don't know. It's an interesting <laughs> thought. Yeah. yeah. The, just the, just taking the shot doesn't seem like something that he should be charged for. Doesn't seem like it should stick. Just an actor being handed a prop. They're told it's a safe gun. He's, he should be able yeah. to use oh, it I, at, in an acting environment and do whatever he wants to with it. I agree. I, I do agree with you there, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's good to see. <laughs> I, I like to see it just from the simple fact of, I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the feeling that the elites can just get away with shit that we can't. So yeah, yeah. I do like that, that it, it came to something. So true. Okay. Uh, so the legal dates have been set for the CCFR uh, challenge, uh, April 11th to 20th. Uh, CCFR at all versus Canada will be heard in Ottawa. Join, donate, and support the CCFR. Also with Alberta as an in with intervener status. Woo. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal, I think. Um, so definitely support them. Uh, it's going to be a big fight, and hopefully it'll work out in our favor. Uh, you can send an EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca. Yep. Go be a member as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, in new gun stuff brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? 
Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstar and a proud supporter of the CCFR. With a wide selection of guns and top training gear for any shooter, free shipping over $200, some exclusions apply, like ammo. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals. All right, let's get into new mm-hmm. gun stuff. Adriel, you're muted. Yeah. Hello, is it that your is first gone. time? No, that was the camera. <laughs> <laughs> a rough time. You'll guys. be okay. <laughs> I was saying, uh, yeah, this is kind of our main topic too, because I've got a bunch of uh, shot show stuff. Uh, Mo, did you want to p- pull up your article yeah, there yeah. and do that first, and then I'll cover sure. everything that you didn't have on that article because that one has a. Uh, a pretty good recap of a lot of that stuff, yeah. but I've got a Once. whole bunch of other stuff. One moment, please. Just in general, it looked like this year, like everything at SHOT Show was suppressible. They <laughs> were suppressing yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a lot of what I've been seeing has been basically like US only, not stuff that's going to transfer up to Canada. Mm-hmm. Sadly, yeah. Indeed. A lot. Yeah. Yep. So we got the Bagara B14 squared crest. And uh comes in 308, 6.5, 6.5 PRC, and 300 wind mag. Barrel of 20 to 22 inches. Fancy pants hunting rifle. I know, mm-hmm. right? I guess Is that we camo get... carbon fiber. Looks like it does. It does. It's pretty nice. This is something we'll get here, right? <laughs> we're still allowed well, we to should buy... be able to get that here, yeah. <laughs> we're still allowed to buy bolts, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, we got the Browning X-Bolt Speed Suppressor Ready. There we go, Suppressor Ready. That's okay. Oh, it comes in a whack of calibers. 204 Ruger, 223, 22250. I've never heard of this company, Chapuis Arms. Fancy pants. Mm. Mm. Yeah, especially at those prices, yeah. <laughs> For right, people we won't be able to get those either because they're too big of calibers. <laughs> yeah, double rifle, 7K plus. That's US too, right? Or no, Oh, that's 30-06. Okay, yeah, we'll be able to yeah. get that. Yeah. If you were going to get a fancy pants rifle, why would you get it in 30-06? I Why wouldn't you get it in some super <laughs> cartridge? Yeah, no, I would put oh, it sure. in some exotic cartridge for sure, not a thirty odd six. Twenty six nozzler or something just like something stupid. <laughs> Next one looks uh well it's an, another chassis, right? Colt C B X precision rifle system. Yeah, that's yeah, we the, covered that uh, last week. That's the oh, six hundred. Okay. Season six hundred with an MDT chassis on it. Nice looking gun. Suppressor. Guess Suppressor optimized. optimized upper. Oh, okay. Nice. So, how long did you um, spend going through all of the smell? Hours. Hours? Did you see <laughs> anything? So, did you see anything that you specifically? Oh, that I specifically like? I could jump yeah. to it, yeah. <laughs> well, the Henry, the Henry, um, Lonesteader? Yeah, I think that's pretty neat. We might no? get that up here. Yeah. yeah, we could probably get that up here. It's a very classy looking PCC. Like most of the PCCs out yeah. there are uh, a lot of metal and plastic. This one's got a very classic look to it. Wood stock yeah. Yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. 
suppressor, of course. And this is what I, I had my eye on. Right there. Some of, some of us <laughs> thought it was chunky. The Iwi, Iwi Carmel. IWI? Yeah. The Israeli, yeah. Well, if you like your X95s and that kind of thing, then you got to get well, the IWI. Uh, I say it's kind of like a cross between a Tavor and a Scar. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. If they had a baby, that's what it would look like. Yeah. It's reasonably priced too. Yeah. Yeah. That receiver is very tall. And and <laughs> what are the chances yeah. of us getting these here? Uh zero. Zero. <laughs> uh, I would say. Well, yeah, it depends. If C twenty one goes through, zero. Yeah. Zero. Excellent. Excellent. Um did you wanna Adriel, maybe I'll unshare and then you could show me uh oh, oh, pump bet. action yeah. AR. There you go. Except for it's AR is banned by name, unfortunately. But <laughs> yep. unfortunately, I can't remember if I put it on or not. But there was also a muzzle loader upper, a, mu- a muzzle, muzzle loader, loader upper. upper. I think I saw uh-huh. something about that. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh that yeah, was... you did put that on here. Yeah, you put that did on I? here. Okay. Yeah. Good. Okay. It's coming then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Just for the bullseye stuff, bullseye's got a bunch of knives on sale, so they've got like uh, Imperial Uncle Henry, bunch of folding knives. So if you're looking for uh, some. Well-priced knives. They've got those. Um, Lapua has some 22LR long range they're putting out. So SK is Lapua, right? Yep. Yes. So it looks like they're putting 22 out under their name, under the Lapua name, not under the SK name, which uh, might be like a strategy that they're they're, uh, getting into. I would say probably, yeah. Oh, look at that bullet too. Look at the heel on it. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, (laughs) Did you guys see the 410 KSG? No, so I did tiny. not. Oh. <laughs> Look at that tiny little barrel on there. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, really funny. Except uh, I try to find 410 right now. Like this is, they might as well have uh, chambered it in some other like snowflake cartridge because <laughs> you can't find that stuff. <laughs> I guess you will at some point. But uh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, we already talked about the Homesteader, but uh, yeah, that looks great. I heard that the Homesteader, they're making it f- with uh, Magwells for the Glock. MMP, they had a whole bunch of them. Hmm. Uh, Glock, Sig P320, and Smith & Wesson MMP. Nice. That's good. And Henry's proprietary magazines. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, they just use Magwell adapters, kind of like the Ruger PC Carbine did. Right. They should get the CZ75 magazine. Well, that's the one we want in Canada here. Uh, MMP in 5.7. Can't get in Canada, but uh, yeah. Yeah. cool. Oh, cool. another 5.7. Yep. yep. Yeah. They're like, hey, Ruger, did you see what Ruger did? Let's do yeah. that. Let's, we got to get in on that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks weird. Look at the grip on it. The grip's like way too fat, but I guess that's what well, you got to do if you're 5.7. Five, seven, five, seven. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, PSA is uh, is going full bonkers. They're doing all sorts of weird stuff. They've, <laughs> they've got the? a. Yeah, they've got a Sturmgewehr 44. Uh, so uh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, reproduction, <laughs> right? Kind of cool. Uh, another thing we can't get here, but Savage is making 1911s, I guess. Yeah. We can get here. Yeah. Oh, on the 1911s, mm-hmm. did you see what uh, Gersan's doing, or EAA? Hmm. They're doing 1911s, and they're coming out with their own kind of like twenty double-stack 1911, 2011-style pistol. Oh. oh. Hmm. There's a couple, uh, Springfield. No, there was another company that came out with a double stack. 
I hope those aren't proprietary and they're just making like their own proprietary double stack. But they said that they would actually take the staccato makes or was that the, oh no, that might've been the different pistol that come out. It was a 2311. I didn't put any pistol stuff in here because Canada, but there was a 2311 that come out that had proprietary, but would take staccato makes. This one we'll be able to get here. Savage Stevens 560 Field. It's a uh, Turkish semi-auto that they're bringing to, Can- bringing to uh, Canada and the U.S. for $500. Hmm. Uh, I don't know which one this is because they changed a couple of things on it, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is like the MC312 or something like that. They just they didn't show whether it was like gas-operated or um, inertial or whatever. And once we know that, we'll know what it's based off of. Mm-hmm. It's a god. It says it right there. Gas operated. Did it? Yeah. On features, first thought. Gas operated shotgun. Okay. There you go. I bet you that's the Weatherby semi-auto system then that mm. uh, that Makes they're copying sense. because that one has the gas piston right about there. If I saw some pictures of it taken apart, I could tell you. This one is a revival. The uh, Zev Magpul FD. P. It's a uh, foldable carbine, and it's real weird looking. Hmm. Real weird looking. Kind of looks yeah. like just a, a pistol in a stock, but the grip folds too, so it oh, folds yeah. down. And it folds really into nice itself. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it folds down nice and tight. So you can put that in your lunchbox. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take it to work. Uh, this is the Breda A three hundred Ultima. So uh, those were coming out. That looked kind of cool. I think I got a whole other sheet here. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that patrol, that that looked good. It was a mm-hmm. more tactical, but had the load port and everything for like three gun for doing quad loads and everything. Hmm. Yeah, trying to compete in that uh, in that area. Hollow Sun uh, put out thermal and night vision red dots. So like all in Ooh. one, does both of them. And, uh, yeah, kind of neat, you know, so there's the, uh, there's one of them and there's the other one. Oh, wow. uh, Full thermal or night vision, uh, red dot. So a whole bunch of different controls on it and that kind of thing. Battery life is uh, not as good as a red dot, but it's doing a little bit more, I guess. Right. Hmm. 1600 to 2300 for, uh, for those. Now, if that has sounds auto like a lot. off, does that have an auto off? No. Because with that two and a half would. hours, if it had an auto off, that's not as bad, but. An 18350 battery is rechargeable, so. Well, and the bigger one will be five hours with two batteries. Hmm. That's a chunky sight. Uh, oh, I got to turn this stupid thing. Uh, Olympus Arms, we can't get this here. They made an Air 10 that's um, recoil operated. So it doesn't use oh, gas. Really? It's recoil operated. Watch the barrel on this thing as it, as this person fires. Come on. Shoot. Come on. <laughs> you can do it. We can do it. Come on. Oh, there it goes. Oh. Yeah. And that's yeah. quite the travel on that, too. Wow. A long travel. Yeah. Long yeah. recoil operated Air 10. Wow. Neat. Yeah. Uh, this one I think we've saw before, but I'm not sure if it was like coming out, coming out, or we got pricing on it or anything like that. But this is the Luth AR MCA 22 rimfire chassis for the 1022. It's got an adjustable cheek, adjustable length of pull, and 
that's it. It looks very um, value built, value priced, yeah. but adjustable in all the mm. right places. So value built. Good for future future maple seed. (laughs) (laughs) It's ugly. It's so ugly. Oh my god. I don't know why they bought like why they do that. They could have just made it plain and it would look way better. So if I came to a maple seed with that, would you guys make fun of me? Yes. No, because you have an adjustable cheek rest. I don't have to Uh, muck around (laughs) vet wrapping to anything. And you got adjustable length of pull, so we don't have to still make fun of them. Still make fun of them. Okay. (laughs) Kelly reserves for it. That's why reserves her right to make fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just I can zip through some of these other ones that I don't know. I'm not interested in, in that much. But uh, there's the R3. Uh, Winchester Wildcat bolt action. So we bolt action your Wildcats. Uh, that's what uh, Winchester's up to. Uh, here's some more pics of that uh, that crazy bullpup revolver <laughs> that, yeah. uh, mm. that we saw. These are like cracked open so you can see kind of what it's all about. No, yeah, that's unfortunate because I saw that they, all they have is like a 3D print of it at the show. They didn't even have an actual model there to show people. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't buy one. Don't buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait for, for them to make it first. Uh, Apex Optics came out with a couple of uh, different scopes. Yeah. Congrats yeah. to them, by the way. This is the first time that they have the booth on their own. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the optic and like the reticle in this looks really good. I like it. Um, first focal plane, or not? They're not first focal plane anymore. They're ballistically speaking. Yeah. They had an interview and they showed the reticle in there, and it's a first focal plane scope. But it, yeah, that reticle is really cool. They they did a lot of work to design that. How the hell did they get down there? Not I know how they got down there, but how are they, they down there? In we're, the, we're, we're not down there. Yep, they apply. Because they put in the application and they make the travel. I know. And we don't. <laughs> yeah. Next one here. Apex Hunter 3 to 15 by 44. Precision hunting rifle scope, eh? Uh, Magpul. Someone else put this in, so. Yep. I don't know. Uh, it's it's just. Uh, it's just an oh. organizing system for, and I think they said uh, Pelican 730 and 800 series. And it's just a bunch oh. of blocks. I like it. One of the, uh, I don't know if you guys know this or listeners know this, but uh, one of my pet peeves is seeing people who get these nice big cases and then pick the foam <laughs> out just for one rifle when they could fit like two or three rifles in it. <laughs> it just drives me up the wall. But if someone yeah. did that with these, this would say like, oh, uh, reconfigure your case. You know, you can yeah. fit two or three rifles in there. Why do you have it set up for just one? Like you're like, yeah. I don't know, John Wick or something like that. Mm. <laughs> cool. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. That's pretty neat. Uh, and this is the Black Rain Ordinance Bro 22. Bro. 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 Oh, there's a series of 22s and most of them have like proof research barrels. There's one that had that uh, Luth AR stock that we just went through a mm-hmm. few minutes ago. Now they look cool. Yeah, they do. 1022s, yeah. Cool. And then uh, probably the the most exciting one, uh, the 22-inch uh, impact resistant storage case is on sale at Princess Auto. Woo-hoo! Oh, wow. <laughs> that was at SHOT Show? That's cool. No. <laughs> yeah, Princess Auto has their own booth there. Yeah. 
if they did, they'd sell a pile of these things because you yeah, can fit yeah, like sure. you can pick and pull your foam on there that and fit like four handguns in there easy and do the like uh, muzzle down style where they like put put go right in so you can pull them out. Yeah, fifty nine bucks if you got like nice. four pistols and you want a better way of taking them to the range for cheap. Yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, there's a couple other things oh. like i know faxon i didn't put it in there but uh faxon firearms they're coming out with a bunch of uh like 22s and their own like remington 700 bolt action that's set cool. up and like they are formally doing them like full packages in uh eight six what was it eight six blackout yeah, yeah, they had um, Faxon had been making t- like ten twenty two barrels. They're really expensive yeah. barrels. Like some of the some of their bar- yeah. barrels are reasonable, but their ten twenty two yeah. ones are. Yeah, they're building the full gun now and putting them out there. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Kyle, I saw something for you. Canik is Canik has the MC nine. Like it was like a oh tiny, the the tiny pistol? little thing. Yeah. Tiny yeah, I saw thing. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Just a le- wee baby. <laughs> And I think it comes like that with two mags, twelve and fifteen or something like that, and a holster too. So it's a nice oh, little. It's so tiny. It's like a little yeah, it's, mechanic. Yeah, <laughs> it's adorable. <Whoa>. Right? <laughs> It'd be interesting yeah. to see how that felt because I don't like the the tiny pistols. Yeah, I get they're it, hard it? to shoot. Even the Glock forty eight's hard to shoot. Yeah, but they're compact. Look at that price yeah. too, though. Oh my god. Oh yeah, four thirty nine. Yeah. I'll take two, one per hip. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to have one in the shower, one in the kitchen. Yeah, your shower gun. Room. Yeah. You need yeah, a shower yeah. gun. Everybody needs a shower gun. Jeez. Toilet. You got to put it in the upper <laughs> tank there in a, in a <laughs> Ziploc bag. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Anyways, I don't know if I'm going to buy any of that stuff, but uh, it's a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of cool stuff. Like like I said, I'm looking through a whole bunch of stuff, and a lot of it this year seems to be stuff that we won't get in Canada. So, I wish I could get that muzzleloader AR upper. That thing's like such a dichotomy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most advanced, configurable lower, and uh, on the top you dump powder in it and put a bullet on top and press it down to the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The DIY cartridge. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have nothing in emails, I guess, tonight. Uh, we pretty much we don't have too many. There were, there were a couple of emails, but they were like requests for um, yeah. stuff we could do with them. So, yep. Okay. Read them off. Yep. Thanks, Josh. Right. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Uh, if you go to our website, slamfireradio.com, you'll find a Cabela's link, and it's a great way to buy stuff and support the show. Yes. Uh, we have a YouTube message from Illegal Canadian. It's regarding episode 489. Glad to see I wasn't the only one who couldn't pass on the 250 Carcanos, LOL. <laughs> you have a brother mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> Someone else who appreciates value when they yeah. see it. Yeah, <laughs> another uh, another capitalist or whatever. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to email the show, you can do so at slamfireradio at gmail dot com. If you'd like to support the show, you can through uh, Patreon. That's at patreon dot com forward slash slamfireradio, 
Uh, if you support the show, we'll uh, obviously mention your name and uh, send you out a cool patch. Uh, did I miss anything? I don't think so. Anybody have a shout out this evening? Mm, no, CCFR. I'm going to go to a field officer meetup tomorrow. There you go. Shut those guys out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go do that? Have fun. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? I'm going to give uh, the Kincaids a shout out because I was over there not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and we had an amazing dinner. We had the loin out of the little deer that I shot. So Nice. Yeah, it was amazing. How'd you cook it? Uh, actually, I did not cook it. It was... Raw? Oh, it was no. It was <laughs> Kyle cooked it. Put it on the smoker. Uh, and nice. Yeah. It was really, really good. Medium rare, though. It was good. So when you say raw, it was almost raw. Straight out of the deer. Straight out of the deer. Get out of there and get in there and start gnawing on it. One of the loins. It was tender. Tender. Just a little deer. Okay. Those are the best. They just melt. Yep. Literally dead. So. Kyle? Kyle? No, I don't have any shout outs. Mo, what about you? You got any Uh, recommendations? Shoutouts. Well, I I mentioned it earlier in my segment, but uh, Go Big Tactical was awesome to deal with. And uh, if you're getting into the rimfire precision stuff or any, I guess, precision stuff, check out their site. It's got they got tons of stuff. So that's it. Awesome. Okay. Um, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Give us a review on Facebook. Join the CCFR, very important. And see you next week. We are on next week, right? It's not, we're mm-hmm. not skipping weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. When the hell yeah. was that ever decided? <laughs> we only do that at Christmas. Oh. I'm just messing around. I'm messing around. Okay. Good night, everyone. Bye. Night. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.